solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a very important episode of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talking news podcast. I am John, some sports guy Hickman here to tell you about Peacock and Williamson. As the NFL prepares to get ready, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Can I do this show by myself? Do not want to do this show by myself. Let me go ahead and bring in the man with the plan, who will be at training camp this Wednesday, Cody Davis. Welcome into another show, man. Yes, sir. And apparently I will not be the only one at training camp come Wednesday because on yesterday, news broke that Deshaun Watson will report to training camp. And that is what John and I are going to discuss for this entire episode of Locked On Texans. We're going to discuss the news. We're going to discuss what that means for the Houston Texans on how they handle his trade requests, especially given his off-field troubles. But to get this Monday installment of Locked On Texans kicked off, it has been reported that he is planning on to attend training camp on Wednesday. And as a matter of fact, on Sunday, he did report to the Houston Texans, which was his first day to begin his protocol for the COVID-19 virus and also his physical exam to get prepared on Wednesday. Now, there's a lot of ways we could look at this. There are some looking at this saying that there is hope that Deshaun Watson will continue his career as a member of the Houston Texans. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are still holding on to some type of hope, please let it go because Watson did this from a standpoint of not getting himself in a financial bind. If Deshaun were to hold out and not report to training camp, yeah, two as a matter of fact, but if Deshaun Watson were not to report to training camp, he was going to be in a situation where he was going to be fined $50,000 each day he skipped. By showing up to training camp, even if he only comes in, of course, as I mentioned on yesterday and, of course, on that very first day on Wednesday, he will already secure his $10 million salary that he is expected to earn for this entire 2021 season. According to NFL insider Aaron Wilson, who we just had on the show last Thursday, Watson remains firm about his desire of not playing for the Houston Texans ever again. Plus, when you take a look at his off-field issues, as of right now, we also had an opportunity to get an update on everything that's going on with that. Deshaun Watson continues to reject any idea of a settlement that caused him to sign a non-disclosure agreement because he wants to have the freedom to speak openly and freely about these sexual assault cases. Very important news because, listen, him going to training camp is is just one thing. He got to pay his lawyer. He got to pay those legal fees. He has, and, and I, let me say this, Deshaun Watson has plenty of money. Still has his money from his rookie contract. Outside endeavors, you know, one being lefties uh, across the street from NRG. Uh, remember the money he was making from Nike, Beats by Dre, so on and so forth. Uh, I can keep going. But 
you don't want to, this is what you don't want for Deshaun. Deshaun doesn't want to just shell out money and then there's nothing replacing that. So this was an absolute smart idea, a decision rather, by Deshaun. It's not a power move. And, and I've been in those Texans Twitter streets. And, and you guys, like I say, you guys are, are very hilarious. It's not a power move. It's not a, it's not this Nostradamus move. We just probably sat back and was like, I'm going to show up. What Marshawn Lynch? I'm showing up so I won't get fined. Uh, he doesn't want to play for this team. He doesn't want to play for newly acquired head coach David Cully. He doesn't want to be here anymore. Houston will now um, just wait to see what the NFL does. Because even if he goes on the player exempt list, that's still a win for Deshaun. He's going to get paid. Can't be around the team, can't participate in any activities. Uh, only thing he really can do is go to the stadium and get treatment if he needs it, that's covered, or meetings, but he can't play, he still going to get his money. So smart move and decision by him. I, I look at this like he's gearing up to really start the fight. We haven't heard much uh, out, of, out of his camp. We've seen Tony Busby take his shots on Instagram multiple times now. Washington is just getting ready to fight this out, man. And I'll say this. There is still a possibility he does not get placed on the exempt list. I also saw the theories of he's going to fake an injury so, you know, he doesn't have to play and uh, he'll still get paid. That's not going to happen either. I don't see him doing anything out of out of the ordinary, something that extreme. Uh, but I do – I like his decision to show up, even though it, you know – it doesn't do anything for either party. I like the decision because he's going to still make his money. And if you guys listen to this show for the last couple of years, I'm all about players getting his money. Now we have to take a step back, Cody, and, and really fully look at everything is about to start playing out. Because it's the 28th in a couple of days. Preseason is in three weeks, two and a half, three weeks. At some point, Commissioner Goodell has to step in if he chooses to. Deshaun may actually not get on that exempt list, still don't play, and then it'll be pressure on Houston to make the trade before the trade deadline. And really quick, before moving on, I do want to say the theory about him faking the injury, I did see that too. That is a dumb theory because That's dumb, man. If I don't, I don't think people realize that once Deshaun gets traded, whatever quote-unquote injury he has, that's going to be the first thing he's going to get tested for. And if the... There's no way he could fake back. if a physical comeback and let's say, you know, knock on wood, God forbid, if they fake him having some kind type of devastating knee injury and the physical comes back and there is nothing wrong with his knee. Not only can Deshaun and his camp get in trouble, but the Houston Texans would get in trouble as well. And I could see that situation ripping the Texans a lot of draft picks that they would need for this rebuild. So once again, just wanted to throw that out there to put it into a very stupid conspiracy, but it's not going to happen. Also, before we move along, this is a conversation that uh, we will have on tomorrow's episode, but Deshaun coming back to practice for training camp is monumental. You know, we can agree on, but I do want to touch on Anthony Miller. Houston did trade for Anthony Miller. Don't know the uh, details of the trade yet, what pick they gave up, 
But let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony Miller is a very good wide receiver. Seven touchdowns his rookie year. Never had consistent quarterback play, whether it's from Nick Foles, Mr. Trubisky, um, whoever else was behind center. I like Anthony Miller, but with him coming in, this wide receiver group is probably the most competitive right now. Cooks, now Miller, QT, Andre Roberts, Chris Conley. But I would say right after Cook, that's where the competition really gets heated. Right, because who we just drafted? Nico Collins. You got to look at Isaiah Coulter, who I mentioned not too long ago last week. You know, he may not make this team this year. Brought in last year with no promise shown. Hey, we, we, we have no loyalty to you. It's time for you to go. Maybe he shows them something. I, I don't think so. I know I'm missing a couple other guys, but this is a very competitive group for this Nick Serio ran team right now. And uh, I'll say this, the talent is definitely there from Anthony Miller. I remember that kid uh, in college, man, that boy can ball. He just needs the confidence, not necessarily the confidence. He's one of those players where if you can get him a consistent quarterback, then he can do something. Didn't have it in Chicago. He will not have that this year, I don't believe. But picking him up now, he's still on his rookie contract, I believe. You know, you'll have him for uh, the opportunity to keep him in the future for cheap, man. I like that move. Can't wait to talk about him more later in the week. And I can't wait to tell you guys about Bill Bar. Nine delicious flavors, including coconut, almond, raspberry, peanut butter, brownie, and double chocolate. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. The best part about Bill Bar is not only is Bill Bar the best tasting, but they're healthy too, including 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only four grams of sugars and net carbs. So head to the website today, BillBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at billbar.com. So to continue the conversation around Deshaun Watson reporting to training camp on Wednesday, before we could talk about that, hey, you guys in those Texans Twitter streets, you guys get very disrespectful over this team, man, not towards me, uh, just what I'm always viewing. You guys are very passionate. Uh, once Deshaun announced, well, once it was announced that Deshaun would be reported in the training camp, you just see how split the fan base is right now. Majority of the fan base really doesn't, from what I'm seeing, does not care about why he can potentially be suspended or placed on the exempt list because of his legal issues. And you have another part of the fan base that has been calling him some very derogatory names that I'm sure a lot of you guys wouldn't say in his face. But the, the franchise right now is torn. And I got I to gotta question whether or not him showing up to training camp Wednesday and Houston only allowing season ticket holders to come to training camp. I, I, I want to see how that plays out. Because what if he really rubbed a lot of those season ticket holders the wrong way? And they don't show up. And they say, well, if he's going to be around, we're not. But to continue on with the Deshaun Watson conversation, for Houston, 
you have to look at, of course, all possibilities, whether or not it makes sense to hold off and trade them or see how it plays out from the commissioner's office. Uh, but Cody, for, for Houston, do they actually find themselves in like a pickle? Are they going to, you know, you're at training camp. I need you to go run with first team. What are they going to do with Deshaun Watson now? Right. Or, because, and I didn't mention this, him coming to training camp actually does improve the relationship because you guys know I don't want to play. I'm not going to play. I don't want to be here. But at least you know that I'm going to be around. And that'll help you. That'll, that'll help this team uh, on so many different levels. One player for the Texans uh, said that he was excited for him to be back. So I wonder how it's going to play out. But, you know, for Houston, I still believe Tyrod Taylor is going to be the number one quarterback on his depth chart come week one. So how does Houston go about that? You know, I think it would be pretty awkward if Deshaun is out there not throwing a Brandon Cooks, possibility of now adding Anthony Miller, Nico Collins, you know, whoever the number ones are, and he's out there throwing to Chris Conley or Andre Roberts, who's a special teamer. It's just interesting for Houston's point of view how they're going to handle Watson moving forward. And here's the catch about Deshaun reporting to training camp, and I think this also gets lost in the mix of things. Deshaun just has to report. He does not have to dress up. He does not have to work out with the team. So the only thing I think he has to do is just be in a quick team meeting for attendance. You know how everyone was in class. You just show up just to just to say present or here, and then you go about your own business. That's all Deshaun has to do. And, John, I agree to your point that Tyrod Taylor will still be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans because on the flip side of things, if he does go out there and dress, the Texans still find themselves in the situation of whether or not who's, who's going to be the, the starting quarterback as of right now because what you don't want to do is create a situation where you move forward with Deshaun under center as QB number one and then at the end of preseason, you get the news that he's going to be suspended for nine games of the upcoming season, given everything he got going on off the field. So even though Deshaun is going to be there, I do not anticipate him actually playing on the field, practicing on the field with his players. He, Like I say, he just has to be there for attendance. Now the question becomes whether or not this is good news for the Texans. And to me, John and listeners, when I take a look at this from the Texans side of things, I think this actually helped the Texans in buying more time. Well, as a matter of fact, getting the opportunity to get more value for Deshaun Watson. I've been told by a source that there is a good possibility that by Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, there's a great possibility that Deshaun will be placed on the commissioner exemplus. That is for Houston. I mean, that is a win. That's gonna. That's a win. We still gotta pay you. That's a L. You know, we gotta take. We gotta bite that bullet. But yeah, you're right, man. Houston cannot afford to. And that's why I asked that question. It wasn't. I wasn't pondering on what I would do if I was Houston. I just put that question out there. Like, what do they do? Mm -hmm. do? Do they, you know, even attempt to run on first team? Will it be on the field? All those questions, you know. Houston would it'll be a waste of time to split first team reps, but once he goes on the exempt list, then teams will start 
come. You yeah. know, how long is it going to be on the exemplars? What's the process? Of, like Houston, can we get this done before the trade deadline? Or can y'all put us number one or one A next offseason when teams get to call them? We, we're still interested. What I hate about it is, from a stand, a fan standpoint, waiting a full year can still jeopardize the best possible package Houston can get back. You think so? Because I, and, and I say this because, and I only the only reason why I'm saying this is because I still think if there's a trade to be made, it should be Miami. That's just me. I'm saying that. And what if Tua goes out and has a great second year with those weapons around him? And he's already on his rookie contract. There's no need for us to trade for Deshaun. What if Jalen Hurts, by some stroke of magic, he goes out for Philly and he puts Philly in a, you know, NFC East win the division? Because you know how they how the NFC East is. It's always <laughs> fighting to the last couple of weeks to who, who's going to get in. So what if he goes out and proves that he can have his team formidable, right? And whatever trade package you would get back, it would not include the quarterbacks because they wouldn't need them no more. Philly, Philly would always they, like Philly would definitely still be in the running for Deshaun Watson. And after this year with Jared Goff, we'll see how Detroit feels about him. But if, if it doesn't work out between Goff and Detroit, you know, I think that'd be a team that can call. But I just like the possibility of a package with players over picks from Miami. But where we stand right now. It's either trade deadline this year, no plan at all, after he's placed on the exemplars, Cody, and then uh, trade in the next offseason. My only rebuttal to what you just had to say about whether or not Philly and Miami can still be the best package or not being in a position to give up the best package if they wait a year, I don't see Tua and especially Jalen Hurts. There's no disrespect in either one of these guys, but I do not see them having the type of season where the Dolphins and or the Eagles will feel comfortable moving forward because both of those guys are talent. I believe in both of these as future quarterbacks in this league, but I do not see them playing on the level as Deshaun Watson because regardless of what he has going on off the field it is still Deshaun Watson who is arguably no lower than the third best quarterback in this league but for the Texan side of things getting Deshaun on the commissioner exemplars would be a big win for that organization because a he would not be around the team causing an extremely big media circus that I know is going to take place on Wednesday oh can I say something <laughs> please and and and, and I don't have to say this to you. We've had our discussions about the media. Do not drown the Texans and Watson talk. Let's talk about football more so Deshaun. And he does relate to Houston's football. I'm not saying don't ask questions, but don't try the don't try to frame a question that was just asked differently. Uh, hey, how was the first? Day of training camp. Were there, was there any injuries that we should wor be worried about? How does this new offensive line look? The running back depth chart, how is it shaping out? The defensive backs with a lovely Smith, how is it making things easier for them in the linebackers? Focus on football. 
get those Deshaun Watson questions out the way, Cody, and I'm not talking to you, but, man, please, can we hear some football, <laughs> man? God, <laughs> dog, this is an interesting team, a lot of intriguing parts, you know, emotion. Let's talk about field work, you know, and that's what we're going to get soon. We're going to get <laughs> some field work on this team. We're going to try, but once again, Deshaun going on the commissioner exemplus would be a big win for this organization because, A, like we just talked about, no media circuits. But, B, most importantly, it continues to let this organization focus on what 2021 should be about. Development, development, development. And I'll say this, even better, if he does not go on that exemplus in a few weeks, better strike. He's listen, if he's not on the exempt list by week one, then he should not be in Houston by week one. The league did say that they are monitoring this situation closely. That's why they haven't jumped the gun. And the fact that he did not want to come back to Houston was a big part of why they haven't moved fast. He doesn't want to come back, but he's back. He doesn't want to play, but he's back. They may be able to do something. You say you got a source Tuesday. We're gonna keep monitoring that, see how it goes. But above all. God damn it. Do not drown out any questions concerning Deshaun Watson. If you're going to do that, you might as well take that energy, take that time, take some money out your uh, bank account, go to betonline.ag, and make some extra money. Do something exciting. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs including MLB, NBA, NHL, the NFL, and your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. Betting on the Texans doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Best podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. To close out this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I, we just wanted to quickly discuss whether or not we believe Deshaun Watson is making the right decision of not playing for the upcoming season and not participating in the Texans activities once he reports to training camp. Because as of right now, it seems like his status for the 2021 season is sort of 50-50, whether he wants to play or not. And of course, whether he can play or not. But let's just say the NFL does not put him on a commissioner exemplist. He will be taking part in a hold in where he only reports for mandatory stuff that's going on with the organization, but he does not take part in practices. He does not come to the games. He doesn't even play. But when I take a look at Deshaun Watson, excluding the off-field issues that he has going on, because this is a two-way street when we talk about Deshaun Watson here, you're looking at it from him demanding a trade back in January, John if I'm Deshaun and I'm taking a look at this situation, I might be rethinking my decision to leave this organization because I, I, I had that thought. When you go back to January, you have that initial thought on why he demanded a trade from the organization. You could, everybody, including us here on Locked On Texans, pointed the finger at the organization. And we thought at the time he had all the leverage and all the power because with that no trade clause, 
he had the opportunity to point out where he wanted to go. As we know, when Marsh things took a turn for the worse, unfortunately, for Deshaun, now it's no longer about him trying to get to a better situation for his career. It's just him wanting out of Houston. And as we all know, as the old saying goes, sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. And we're sitting here talking about him going to Philadelphia. You just mentioned early on in this show, if things don't work out between the Lions and Jared Goff, he can actually, there's a possibility that the Lions might call and, and see what it might take to get their hands on Deshaun. I'm sitting here and I'm taking a look at, I understand we we all predict that the 2021 Texans might not look so great, but when you think and look at the talent and the promise that they brought in, along with a promising general manager, there is a lot more promise for the Texans other than when I take a look at Philly, and especially they have been bad for the longest, taking a look at Detroit. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I might be looking at the Houston Texans and thinking to myself, maybe, just maybe, what do I have to do to fix things with this organization because yes i know you want out of houston but remember prior to these allegations we were talking about the 49ers we were talking about miami teams who are truly a quarterback away not teams who yeah if you had to show them but you're still going to end up wasting your talent on a sub 500 team i don't think this relationship is salvageable and you know what guys there are things that i wish we can disclose but we can't regarding this team but everybody in that situation is a grown man. So maybe a conversation of, you know, you know sit, let's sit down, let's right each other's wrong. Let's right our wrongs that we may have done to one another. But as of yesterday, he was firm on, no, I'm not playing. And Watson has been working out all year, all offseason rather. Just recently started to post videos and pictures he was working out with Quincy Avery Justin Fields and, and Justin Fields not too long ago so you know that's a part of the plan like let me make sure you guys know that I'm active I'm not just out here not doing anything I'm still in shape I can still be Deshaun Watson for whatever team he just doesn't want to play in Houston and uh it's, it's just where the disrespect comes from for Deshaun and I was one of those guys who was, you know, totally on his side until things were revealed. Still confusing why, you know, after all of this and this franchise worked religiously, because there's some things that happened. We've we found out about recently about the firing of a couple of people that was still linked to Deshaun Watson. So this organization has went out of its way to keep your HEB image clean as possible. It's still almost out. And he's adamant about getting out. And personally, I think those lawsuits that he got hit with, that may have done something for him as well. Uh, I'm not sure we can't speak for him, but he is gone. And if he is here starting on the center week one, I, I'd be more than shocked. Like, Shocked isn't even the word. If I could find a word to explain how surprised I'd be if he's behind center, man, I, I, I would say it. I just can't think of it. But other teams around the league may be in a worse, slightly better position than Houston. But for Deshaun, it's fresh start. And I can possibly go to, to an organization that 
where I don't have to deal with some of the things that I've dealt with with this organization internally. Externally, what do we know? Bad coach, bad coach management. Uh, players are leaving. Those are the things that we see. That's external. And that has pissed them off as well. The internal of GM hirings, head coaching hirings, and all the other BSFs that we've learned in the last several months, that's something that I'm sure he wants to get away from. I don't see this situation being too much of a situation that can be resolved unless every man in that building that's involved sits down and have that coming to Jesus meeting, which I'm sure be led by Nick, not Nick Casario, uh, Jack Easterby, with a with a with a uh, with a specialized prayer. He the man one. <laughs> He's gonna be he with his robe on and his white gloves. And then he gonna hit it with. with that's shoes. good. That's good stuff, ain't it? <laughs> That's good stuff, man. But it's it's a wrap. And you know what? It should be. It should be. I'm just some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at some sports guy as well. This entire week will be fun, pure fun. And the one thing we want you guys to do, tweet us. Tweet us and the text call number will be out for you to leave voicemails again. This is a perfect opportunity, Cody, if, if I'm if I'm speaking for both of us, perfect opportunity to start hearing from the listeners, the Texans fans. I want to hear if you guys are pissed. Are you still optimistic? Shout out to my boy, The Nash, on Twitter, man. We, we have conversations all the time. <laughs> a great dude. But it's time to hear from you guys. So we're going we're gonna to shut up and let y'all talk. And that number is 737-471-6148. Call us, leave a voicemail. Please be respectful, by the way, and we will air those for our Friday show. But as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.